You're listening to episode number five. Welcome to the Powerhouse Podcast. My name is Megan Swanson, former Miss Nebraska turned entrepreneur and expert pageant interview coach. And each week right here, we bring you a motivating conversation to help you discover just how to unlock the winner within you. Get ready for expert pageant interview secrets, life coaching strategies, and tons of personal development. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now, let the podcast begin. Well, welcome to episode number five, everyone. Thank you so much for being patient last week. I had an absolutely terrible cold, and believe me, you did not want me to be recording a podcast with the voice that I had last week. And if you're listening really closely, actually, it's even better than it was this morning, but my voice still pretty much sounds like a man, and you can really hear the congestion. So it's been quite the trip the past few days. I think I've blown my nose like 300 times. My nose is totally raw. My lips, I'm putting chapstick on every five seconds. So hashtag Nebraska winter. It's a high of like two degrees today. And then next week, it's probably going to be like 50 degrees and sunny. So, you know, the good old Midwest, so excited about it not being winter anymore. Do I have anybody else on that train? I am so tired of winter and definitely need to go somewhere warm really, really soon. So uh, thank you so much for being patient last week. And I'm so excited actually for this week's podcast. So this week's podcast is going to be a little bit different. Last week I was inspired because we had our second really, really awesome inner circle call of the month with my incredible inner circle ladies. And it's my favorite call of the month, even more than probably teaching because it is a purely question and answer call. So for an hour, sometimes even a little bit longer, What we do is I just get on here and answer all the questions that my girls have that they submit into a form ahead of time um, throughout the month as they kind of collect their thoughts and go through the month. And then their opportunity is right then and there to get pretty much every question that they have answered about life, about pageantry, about business, about relationships, whatever they're going through at that time. And the reason is, is because everything affects their pageant experience. It's not just, hey, let's practice 100 interview questions. It's really everything. And I very much am a coach who approaches things from that really holistic level of spiritual, mental, emotional, financial, and physical. Those five areas are one make up 100% of pageant prep. It's not just, like I said, the interview questions. So today, I'm really excited. I'm going to keep this pretty short, but I'm going to go through three or four, depending on how long I gab for, of my favorite questions and the questions that I think would be really well fitted for my podcast audience. And so some of them will be specifically pageant questions. Some of them will be just more life advice. And what I'd love for you guys to do upon watching is in iTunes, go below this episode of the podcast, and I'd love for you to submit more questions or to go to powerhousepageantry.com slash podcast, or you can go uh, forward slash podcast forward slash five for this episode, and there will also be an opportunity for you to submit further questions or comments what you think about this, all those different things right there. Additionally, if that's not your jam and you're like, I'm not auditory and I don't feel like looking in the show notes for those instructions, just DM Powerhouse Pageantry on social media. And that's another really great way to get your questions answered in the future. So without further ado, I'm really excited for what I'm calling this episode, client questions. And really, I like I said, I love this. And so this, depending on, um, no, actually, you know what? I'm making the decision. 
every five episodes or so, I am going to be breaking things down at this level and um, answering some client questions because A, it's my favorite thing to do, and B, obviously, it's exactly what you guys are really wanting to learn. So without further ado, um, we'll get started with today's episode, and I'm super excited to share a couple of these questions with you guys because I'm sure that you are probably wondering the same things that my clients are. Okay, so question number one, which I think is an absolutely fantastic question, whether you are a pageant woman or whether you are someone who would never do a pageant or maybe even is a male listening to the podcast today. And that first question is, what do you tell yourself before you walk into an interview? And let me give you guys some context for this as to why this applies to everyone. So first of all, unless you are an entrepreneur from birth and literally have never and will never work for somebody else. I don't care if you are interviewing for McDonald's or if you're interviewing for Miss America. Interview skills are interview skills. And everybody knows that interviews can be really terrifying. So here are a few of the things that I hear most often from my clients, from other people who aren't doing pageants who ask me questions about interview. And at the end of the day, the the number one thing that all these people deal with is a lack of confidence in the moment. And so I love how even the question was phrased, what do you tell yourself before you walk into an interview? Because my clients are so smart. They know that a large portion of getting over that lack of confidence or the nervousness or the anxiety is our self-talk. And so what I told them last week is the thing that I tell myself when I walk into the interview is A, that the, the judges, that the CEO, that the person across from you who's interviewing you is just a person. And second of all, I tell myself, hey, you know what? I trust my preparation. I, you know, maybe I researched the job ahead of time or I have been working really, really hard up to that point. I've practiced questions. I tell myself, hey, you know what? You know yourself inside and out. You are worthy of this job. You're worthy of winning this title. You are full of gifts and talents that are unique to you. You don't need to be like Patty Sue to your left and you don't need to be like Jackie to your right. You are you and that is more than enough. And I tell myself, hey, let yourself be yourself because the funny, witty, talented, little bit rough around the edges person that you are, it could be exactly what they're looking for. And it's your job in that interview to basically make them fall in love with you in a really authentic way. So what do I mean by that? Uh, obviously, yes, we need to have the qualifications, especially in the outside world of the the actual job interview, right? Like we're not here to convince somebody that we should win uh, an electrical engineering position if we don't know how to be an electrical engineer. Probably not the best idea. You see that in movies, won't really work in real life. It's called references, you know, and background checks for lack of a better term. But if it's purely a mental game, a mental and emotional thing, maybe it's a confidence or a self-image thing, which oftentimes it is, then that self-talk is going to be really, really important. And at the end of the day, we need to remember that about 80, 90, some people say, you know, 70 to 90 range of our communication is actually nonverbal. So it's not necessarily what's on your resume. It's not necessarily whether you're blonde, brunette, blue eyes, green eyes, brown eyes. And I think we forget that a lot of times because so often when I tell my clients that, it's like this giant light bulb that goes off in their head because what's the real issue here? If we're even asking this question, 
it's because we have self-doubt and we're comparing ourselves to the girl next to us or we're comparing ourselves to the Miss Kentucky, the Miss Indiana, the Miss Florida before us and saying, well, if that's what they were looking for and I'm nothing like her, then I, I am disqualifying myself before I even walk into that interview. So the end goal of the interview, we need to make sure that we're re-clarifying what the end goal is. And that is to understand that the judges are going there to see who they can know, like, and trust the best and who would could, and most importantly, should do the job. That's what they're asking themselves, whether you're doing a pageant or whether you're doing a real world job interview. They're asking themselves, would she, could she, and then should she do the job? AKA, do I want to hang out with her after this? Do I think she's cool? Is she the girl next door? Is she talented? Is she somebody that I would want my daughter to look up to as a role model? Is she somebody that's unique, that's comfortable in her own skin? That doesn't mean perfect, you guys. And a really, really great exercise that I tell my clients all the time is to really look at those role models that you look up to in your life and to really extract the categories that you admire them for. And what you'll find and what you'll see through doing that exercise is that none of those attributes have to do with physical appearance or they shouldn't. None of those attributes have to do with something that oftentimes you can't control within yourself. You can control how confident you are. You can control how self-aware you are. You can control how much emphasis you put into your preparation. You can control a myriad of most of our communication. And at the end of the day, I promise you guys, (laughs) through years and years of seeing it right in front of my face, as well as experiencing experiencing it myself, it has very little to do with what you look like and what you can't control and has almost everything to do with the things that you can control. And so really using those types of things as a mantra in your head or maybe even saying things out loud or having a few note cards with you right to, to solidify those thoughts in your brain and to choose those thoughts, which will produce really, really wonderful emotions, actions, results like we've talked about is my absolute favorite thing to really prime my mind before an interview. Okay, next question. How do you get motivated to accomplish your goals? Wow. How much time do we have here? Not enough time for me to accurately actually depict how I feel about this and my real answer, but let me try and make it short. First of all, I want to say that I empathize uh, 100%. Not every day you're going to wake up and just perk out of bed and say, I want to go to the gym. I want to eat healthy. Wow, I want to choose to drink 100 million gallons of water today. You know what? Yes, I do want to avoid the cheese that produces the acne on my face. Or I do want to say no to a toxic relationship that I'm emotionally invested in. You know what? We don't always make the best decisions. But the fact is, how do you get motivated to accomplish your goals? It's by making the right decisions about the little things first. Okay, so I think oftentimes we get really hung up on, well, why am I not a millionaire yet? Or why haven't I won the pageant yet? Or why haven't I met my husband yet? Or why am I not skinny yet? Or why am I not more confident? And oftentimes that's a massive mental block because the mantra in our head is to try and eat a giant piece of pie when your mouth isn't big enough, if that makes sense. What we have to do is we have to break things down and chunk things out into bite-sized pieces that our brain can actually comprehend. We have to understand, you guys, that we're all at different levels in our lives um, in awareness, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, physically. You know, for one person, the physical attributes of preparing for a pageant might be super easy. And so they might have a greater capacity for that. And they might really struggle with the mental, spiritual, 
spiritual emotional side of things. Or you might be super strong in emotional intelligence and you might really, really struggle with the just the practical physical habits of forcing yourself to go to the gym every day, you know, or really working on those bite-sized pieces of a physical goal. And so I know that that might sound really elementary, but if you really think about what create those hiccups in your life, oftentimes what I've found in myself is it's because I'm only focusing on the fact of what I'm not or that I'm not there yet or that I'm not this or I don't have this or I haven't accomplished this rather than flipping those to I am statements, I can statements, I have statements, you know, really trying to produce gratefulness for what I have accomplished. And honestly, I'm listening to this incredible book right now that just really breaks things down practically talking about the power of when we flip things into the affirmative. And it's not just for, you know, being grateful, being thankful, but really showing ourselves and proving to ourselves building up our self-confidence as to how awesome we are, which gives us motivation to do things greater, bigger, stronger, faster, at more elite levels, and really helps build even like a, this isn't a word, but deservingness on the inside of us, uh, a new belief that we even deserve to reach and accomplish those goals. And I find that a lot of times in my pageant clients, because they're such achievers, that they it's very hard for them to detach their identity from the things that they accomplish. And I can raise my hand that I'm one of those people when I'm not accomplishing things, when I don't get as much off of my to-do list checked off that I expected myself to for that day, it can be a very big mental hiccup for me. So I just want to say I'm along on the road on the journey with you, brother, sister, whoever's listening to this. And it really starts with, I think, reevaluating those bite-sized pieces things. Um, And also just a little life hack too. On the other side of things, if you wake up and find that you struggle with motivation, it's been proven that if you can accomplish the thing that you're dreading the most right when you wake up as the first part of your day, it actually helps you accomplish all the little things. I think it's a it's a huge precept that a lot of people think that getting the little tiny tasky things done, well, okay, those are out of the way, now I can do the big thing. Oftentimes, we have decision fatigue by the end of the day, which means you've already made way too many decisions that your brain's just like, no more, I just want to veg and watch Netflix. So if you've ever wondered why that that's happened, it's because you probably have decision fatigue setting in to where at the end of the day or two o'clock, one o'clock, three o'clock, whatever it is for you, you want to nap, you're tired, and you just really don't have any motivation. You don't have any ideation left. Your mind is not creating, you know, the visionary part of you just wants to rest. So try that out. And I'd love to hear some testimonials and some feedback on Instagram or in the comments on this podcast um, of you guys trying that, you know, for 21 days or so to see how that's affected your life. Cause it certainly affected mine. And I have 100% found that when I get the things that I don't want to do done first, the rest of my day seems like a breeze and it seems like a downhill slide rather than like an uphill hike. And lastly, so we're going to do three questions today. I'm so excited to share this last one. And again, I think this really applies to people even who aren't doing a pageant. And I'm going to tell you guys why. But here's how it specifically obviously applies to pageant women. The third question is, Megan, what is the first big step I need to take to start a new platform? So what is a platform? A platform is a social impact initiative that you are largely passionate about that is a bit more than a community service project, but is a 
project, a service element. It could be a nonprofit. It could be your own business that you start. Um, which side note, by the way, for, for non-pageant people who are listening, every single woman in the Miss America organization, which is primarily who I coach, but also in several other scholarship organizations and also now trickling into the Miss Universe organization, not even officially, but just a lot of girls have projects that they're really passionate about that they're advocates for. Um, a platform is required in several pageants. And these women, these pageant women all over the world are some of the most incredible humanitarians in the world. And most people have such a stigma against them thinking that they're a brainless Barbie. But I would highly encourage you to go reach out to a single pageant girl who has won a local title specifically in some of the bigger organizations, even just at the local level. And if you were to interview them, you would probably pee your pants because of how intelligent they are and how accomplished they are. And if you're somebody who is looking to hire someone, hire a pageant girl because she's going to have incredible um, nonverbal and verbal communication skills as well as community service, well-roundedness, going to be easy to get along with and all those types of things. So you guys can just kind of chew on that. But anyways, that's what a platform is. So how do we start a new platform? Okay, the easiest way to start a new platform is, and I love this, gosh, I love this question, is to ask yourself, what makes you angry? What makes you emotional? What makes you irritated? What problem bothers the living heck out of you? And oftentimes, actually, this is uh, one of the best questions that you can ask yourself if you want to start your own thing. Like if you want to start a nonprofit, start a new business. That's what I did when I uh, when my interview coach passed away, unfortunately, who was an incredible interview coach. And I was one of the last contestants for Miss America to ever get to work with him. I saw a hole in the pageant interview world and said, oh, my goodness, like I need to do something about this. There isn't somebody who is really developing these young ladies, not just with here's 100 interview questions, but really teaching them the why and the how behind the what. And so I've been striving to do that very heavily for the past three years and have really tried to fill that gap for that reason. And so that is my platform. I love spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically, financially developing women. I've helped several women start businesses, develop businesses, develop nonprofits, and also certainly develop themselves spiritually, mentally, emotionally, and also reach their physical goals. And all those types of things, um, hilariously enough, really funnel into the interview process because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. And what we're working on outside of the interview room just adds to the stories of the capacity um, that we have to even give in that interview. And it's a much different experience of me just saying, tell stories in your interview without the why or the how. My goodness, I'm just the kind of person, maybe it's just the debater personality in me. I just always like to know the why. And it, it immediately gives it substance and gives the what power. So asking yourself that question and specifically those few questions around the same theme, I think is the most fundamentally important thing that you could ever ask yourself in a platform. And if you don't know the answer to that, then just search within yourself before you go to bed at night, when you wake up, when you see the news, when you interact with your friends, like start to notice what things bother you and write those things down. Then what I would do is I would create that irritation as a central theme and I would start asking yourself, what part am I to play in this? Am I the first person to care about this? 
are there other organizations that are currently running with this theme or do I can I attach myself to somebody who if I did a little research I think is doing a fantastic job and I want to help their nonprofit grow their company grow I want to be a, a partner with them and an advocate in growing awareness for this um, is this fixable currently is there a solution to this or do I need to be the solution, create the solution, invent the solution. Um, And then at the end of the day, like I said, I think it's really important to understand whether you need to start your own thing or whether you can create a project or if it's more of a company or whether you can come alongside of somebody that is already doing a fantastic job that you can bring more resources, more vision, more ideation, um, more strategy details, depending on kind of how your brain works. But What I want to encourage you guys in is to really like brain dump about this. Make sure that you just sit and for 30 minutes or so, ask yourself a hundred questions about the problems, the solutions, the people it affects, all these different scenarios. Ask yourself who, what, where, when, why, how, uh, after you kind of come to a conclusion about what the central theme of your platform is about and do your research. You guys having a great platform specifically now in several of the organizations, like we can't, we can't bluff about what we're actually doing. Um, the Miss America organization specifically is not just looking for somebody who talks a good talk but doesn't walk a good walk. Like they're, they want to see dollars and cents. They want to see how many people you've reached. They want to see your action plan, even on the team level. And honestly, that's one of my absolute favorite things to help my clients with because a lot of times they just don't know the right questions to ask themselves. And when you're kind of in your own bubble of this being your baby, your idea, your passion, it can be really hard to understand the areas of growth um, that you even need to make because it's it can kind of become your entire world. It's like like I said earlier on the podcast when you're in high school and your entire vantage point is that high school is the entire world. And then you go to college and on the first day of school, you're like, oh, this didn't matter, you know, or you figure out what does matter. So that would be my encouragement to you guys when you're starting a new platform is to make sure that you ask yourself all the necessary questions and ask people around you. Ask your mom, ask your teachers, ask your best friend, ask your boyfriend, all those people around you and ask them questions about, hey, like, have you seen how this bothers me? Do you think that I could do this? And make sure that you ask supportive people who won't just be negative, but also will be real with you and get as many people on your team as you can to really rally behind this cause that you're passionate about because the best thing about pageant girls, pageant young ladies, is that they really are making a difference in the world and they really are moving the ball forward. And remember that at the end of the day, um, your platform could be the thing that gets you a job one day or that you end up creating jobs for others through something that you create. You know, that's ultimately my goal is to have, I want to have a staff of 20, 30 women running a global movement um, that's doing business consulting, pageant consulting, you know, personal development, life coaching, all these different things. And I'm so excited excited about that and I'm taking steps every single day to move forward towards that and guess what all of that spurred from my platform as Miss Nebraska and I never thought that it would get me here today until you know I started this company three years ago but it's amazing that if you can really have perspective now for what your platform what the thing that you're advocating for 
plays into on a global scale, you're going to set yourself up for so much more success than just having a platform and participating, engaging with a platform just for your pageant. So that is my advice to you guys today. I hope that you had an awesome time listening to those three questions. And if you guys have some more questions, like I said, feel free to go to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash podcast forward slash five or check us out on iTunes. The link is also at our website or hang out with us on social media at Powerhouse Pageantry or at Megan underscore Swanson. Like I said, this is one of my most favorite things to do in the entire world is to answer real-time questions because I feel like I'm coaching you guys. I feel like it's real-time feedback for what you're actually going through. So send in those questions or comment on our social media so we can make sure to catalog those things for next time. And until next week, you guys, for episode six, have a great rest of your day. If you're driving, brushing your teeth, brushing your hair, whatever you guys are doing, hanging out with a friend, watching this together. And I'm so excited. It's pageant season. It's the best time of the year from now until June. It's high tide. And so I understand you guys are probably stressed and in school and working. And so I'm so proud of you guys for every step that you're taking, including listening to this short podcast today. And make sure that you share this with your friends who need to hear it. And maybe you need to listen to it on repeat a couple times and that's totally okay too. So with that, we'll see you guys next week. If you're ready to take your pageant life to a whole new level, make sure to join us in the Powerhouse Inner Circle, where personal development meets pageantry. Each month, for less than the cost of one coaching session with me, you'll get all my best coaching strategies through two live group coaching sessions, a companion guide to make it stick, and a community to grow with during your pageant prep. Head on over to powerhousepageantry.com forward slash inner circle to learn more and to see if there's a spot for you. Finally, thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. I know life is busy and that you may be listening on your commute, at the gym, or while cooking in between classes. We love helping you unlock the winner within you. And if you love this podcast, it would mean the world to us if you'd subscribe. If this episode really hit home for you, don't hesitate to let us know on Instagram by screenshotting this episode and sharing it to your story or by texting it to that one friend who really needs to hear this. It's all about spreading sisterhood and helping other powerhouse women like yourself grow. And remember, if you're ready to go all in on your pageant prep and to link arms with other achievers who want to win their pageants and win in life, our powerhouse inner circle could be the place for you. For questions, to work with us, or for topics you'd like us to cover, email info at powerhousepageantry.com and we'll be in touch. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next week.